the left gets caught manipulating trends to give a perception of the popular opinion. A black Portland police officer rips apart the racism of Antifa and another hate crime done by the police when a black dude resists arrest. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to the Joey Saladino Show. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news today and more. Now let's get into this. So this is a video of what the left is claiming, police brutality by a roid rage cop, and I want you to let me know what you think. We're going to watch the clip, and we're going to break it down. This officer is trying to unlock my car. This officer is unlocking my car. They just illegally entered my car. And I'm being forcefully removed. Take a look at me. I'm being I'm a fucking specimen right here, buddy. Sir, I'm in my last My night. hands are up on camera. Well, so first off, he's saying they're illegally opening my car. And in this video, you'll see there's about a half a dozen cops uh, surrounding this guy's car because he was failing to comply. Now, people have said that this cop was a little bit aggressive, and you'll see... And, you know, they might be right in some cases, but we're going to break it down. All right. I'm in no threat You're going to gonna get your ass whooped in front of fucking Lord and all creation. I'm going to give up. you one more chance. I'm being threatened. You can bring that with you. All that you film the whole thing. I'm being threatened no, right I'm now. I'm giving you a chance. I am not doing anything. Look, I feel I'm giving unsafe. you a chance. I feel unsafe. And I'm in no threat to these three officers. My hands are up. I am doing nothing wrong to provoke anybody or anything. Making sure this is all recorded. I've just been threatened by a lawful officer. I have just been threatened by a law officer as two other officers stand by and say absolutely nothing. Willing to participate. My rear, my passenger door was open. My driver door was open. I have it on camera. He rolled my okay. window down to do so. I'm giving you to the count of three, sir. I'm still I'm giving you. on camera. I am not sir, resisting. I'm making fine. sure it is being known. I am not yeah. resisting. Okay. My hands are up. One hand on this camera. Well, come on. My seatbelt is being arrested. As long as your hands are up, that's fine. I'm not resisting. As long as your hands are up. I was unlawfully. Sir, please do not touch me, sir. Keep your phone out. Sir, please do not touch me. See, that's where we're coming to a disagreement. It's not about I'm this. giving you to the count of three. Don't do this. Sir, don't do it. I'm don't not touching this officer. It's don't on camera. It. My hand is by Step my head. Car right I'm now. being threatened. Now you're I'm under arrest. Threatened. Now I'm you're under arrest for disobeying the law. I was being disobeying. I'm giving you lawfully to the count detained. of three. This officer has threatened me, and I'm One, making it known I am no threat to this two, officer. Two. I've been threatened. Oh, watch the show. My life is in danger. My life is in danger. How do you like that? How do you like that? Huh? Put your hands up. Put your hands up. Yes, you are. I'm not. My hands are behind my back, sir. My hands are behind my back. I am not resisting. Sir, please get over my neck. I'm not resisting. You see, this is why you wonder why people get shot for, oh, oh, he just had a tail light out. No, 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 no. There's more to the story. First off, what got to the point that got this situation to the point where there's three officers and to the point where the guy is just is saying you need to get out of the car? My guess would be that this guy got pulled over for something that he was doing wrong and was failing to comply. He was probably failing to give the guy his license or show him license and registration. At that point, the cops know, okay, we got somebody that's unruly. We got someone that's not complying. They're probably hiding something. So now, sir, you need to get out of your car. I'm not doing anything. I'm not doing... See, they all want to play martyr. They all want to play victim. They all want to make problems. Whereas in reality, all you had to do was say, here's my license. Oh, oh, you need me to get out of the car? Um, okay, I'm going to get out of the car. 
all you had to do. Now, if you were being racially profiled, if you were being unfairly treated, treat, treated, then you you on the spot with the police officer, you're not going to win that battle and you're going to dig yourself a hole and make things worse for you. If you're being unfairly treated, unfairly targeted, you comply, do everything that they're telling you to do, do not resist, and then you can take that up with the courts. You can take that up with the lawsuit. And guess what? Almost every single time, the officer would get fired if they're profiling you or targeting you because of your race when you're not doing anything wrong. It happens all the time. The justice system works in that case. (laughs) But people are saying now, they're making it all about the cop, how the cop was yelling in his face and going roid rage and whatnot. I'm looking at that as, one, this cop is, this guy got pissed off. And two, the cop has given him clear warning. He's saying, good, okay, you're recording this. Um, You need to get out of your car or I'm going to beat your face in. You need to get out of your car or it's going to get ugly. Please don't do this. He's pleading with him, don't do this, don't make it get to this point, please don't do this, just get out of the car. He was pleading with him and threatening him at the same time to just get out of the car. And I could only understand the frustration that these cops deal with, especially now with the climate that we're living in today. I do not blame him for going crazy, especially in today's climate. I mean, I didn't even think he did go that crazy. He gave him fair warning. He did not, not just pull him over, come over, and just dragged him out by his hair. No, no, no. We, we clearly do not see what happened before this clip. But one could assume, uh, one with a brain could assume, and uh, I could, I'll bet my entire life on it, that he did not just pull him over and then this happened, okay? There was a lot that happened before then that would lead to this guy getting pulled out of the car. End of story. But guess what? Black Lives Matter is going to make this, oh, just an innocent black man yanked from his car by a racist white cop. And that's going to be the whole narrative. These people, they're bringing it onto themselves. They're making themselves victims. They're making themselves martyr. They're making the problem worse than it is. Instead of teaching kids to reject and reject the cops and resist the cops, we should be teaching people to comply with the cops and how to act properly when confronted in a police situation, even if you're in the right and the cop is in the wrong. We need to teach people how to act in these situations because no situation whatsoever is this how you act. Newsflash for you. The cops are not going around killing people for no reason. This is newsflash for you. If there is, they're arrested, they're fired, and they're put on trial, okay? It's not happening. You're more likely to get killed by some random person in the street than for a cop to just run up on you and shoot you for no good reason. Way more likely it's going to happen because I don't even think that... When has that ever happened with a cop? I mean, you hear these stories about, oh, it was a kid running around with just a fake toy gun. But then, like, the reality of it is they're getting calls from a dozen people saying that there's a gangster running around waving a toy gun, waving a gun, shooting it at people, and the officers show up and they got this false sense of what's going on. And mistakes happen. It's not targeted. There's no cop that's saying, you know what? I'm going to go kill a a black boy today. Um, Yeah, let me just go to the hood. I want to just go kill a black boy today. That doesn't happen. It doesn't happen. It's it's literally, where where did that situation start? It literally started from the community. That same black community. It started from somebody making a call and calling in a police report. Okay? Then things escalate and things get to a point and mistakes get made. In certain situations. Sometimes. 
I'll give it to you. There might be a, a once in a blue moon, maybe less than that, where a mistake isn't made and it's just pure racism. But that those situations are far and few between. So this black Portland police officer rips apart the racism of Antifa. I want you to comment below if you agree. It says something when you're at a Black Lives Matter protest, you have more minorities on the police side than you have in a violent crowd. And you have white people screaming at black officers. You have the biggest nose I've ever seen. What was it like in that capacity in the first few weeks when the fence was up around the Justice Center? I got to see folks that really do want change like the rest of us that have been impacted by racism. And then I got to see those people get faded out by people that have no idea what racism is all about. Never. Real quick, I literally seen the same exact thing when I went undercover at these riots. The same exact thing. There are some people trying to push for actual change, but the vast majority, those people just get completely drowned out by the, the, the radical, hateful, violent crowd. Never experienced racism. They don't even know that the tactics that they are using are the same tactics that were used against my people. And they don't even know their, they don't even know the history. They don't know what they're saying. Coming from someone who graduated from PSU with a history degree, it's actually frightening. You know, they say if you don't know your history, you repeat it and watching people do that to other people. A lot of times someone of color, black, Hispanic, Asian, come up to the fence and directly want to talk to me. Hey, what do you think about George Floyd? What do you think about what happened about this? I go up to the fence, someone white comes up, F the police, don't talk to him. That was the most bizarre thing because I could see it coming. I even had a young African-American girl uh, tell me, why is it you guys aren't talking to us? I said, honestly, this is now the 20, I think it was 23rd day of doing it. Every time I try to have a conversation with someone that looks like me, someone white comes up and blocks him and tells him not to talk. And then right when I said that, this white girl popped right in front of her. She said, he just said that was going to happen. I said, straight up. I said, you know, I've been called the N-word. She's been called the N-word. Why are you talking to me this way? Why do you feel that she can't speak for herself to me? Why is it that you feel you need to speak for her when we're having a conversation? But then when you go to a gentrified community, and the first, one of the first pictures I saw that one of the business that was looted was a, a black-owned business. I'm like, they, they, they're not even from here. They don't even know what they're even doing. I mean, there you have it. Now, it's I, I hate the fact that we have to make the political conversations and the political discussions now about people's identity. The fact that this is coming from a black police officer obviously means a lot more than it coming from a white police officer or an Asian police officer or a female. And I hate the fact that we need to always dive into the race and, and, and people's actual, people's physical and ethnic identity. And we're no longer, the, the conversation is no longer about anybody's philosophical identity or their thought identity. It's always now about their physical identity. And the left has turned the public discussion, the public discord, into being nothing about your physical identity. And your, and your positions and your opinions hold different value based on what you look like.
These people, these Democrats, these radical leftists, they're the true racists. They're the true hate group in America, where almost all of the hate in America right now is coming from these people. So the left's platform is all about manipulating the popular opinion. There is there are nothing but just a small, hateful minority. Now, in this video, it's a big social media influencer. He's a hardcore Bernie bro. And he's promoting people to mass dislike and mass one-star the Parler app. Because the Parler app is a free speech uh, social media platform. Let's listen. For you, this app, Parlor, is the app that the racists are currently using because they got banned from Twitter for being racist. Now, rating apps one star will work, but only if you don't mention TikTok or Gen Z. Real quick, so not just racists are using Parlor. Okay, Twitter is banning tons of people. I'm personally banned, so I went on Parlor myself. Because someone gets banned from Twitter doesn't make them a racist. We know Twitter is manipulating everything and trying to control their own platform to control the information. Now, the left over here, they think that they could just one-star bombard Parler saying it's full of bugs, like it's going to destroy the platform. Listen, Parler has its problems because it's just totally branded as a conservative platform. They're never going to be mainstream. Let's just be real. It's a conservative platform. It might as well just be a conservative news platform. It, it, it is what it is. It's not going to be the next Twitter because the Twitter has people of all different left and right on it. It's just the mainstream platform. Uh, the left will refuse to get on it. And instead of getting on it, they'll just rate it one star. But that's, that's not going to stop any, anybody that would use that platform. Nobody would. None of those people are going to stop using it. You're just, you're just trying to be a troll. So you're gonna wanna write a review as such, full of bugs, uh, extremely laggy, it crashes, things like that. Be creative, but don't mention Gen Z. This is only about the app, it can only be about the app. And I mean, if y'all have time to hit Fox News, do it too. What's up, tiny idiots, I, what's up, what's up, tiny. All right, and that's the video. So this this is this is their whole MO. This is the left's MO because they believe that if they could one mass one star a conservative social platform sorry, they think they can mass one star a social conservative platform, that that's somehow a victory. Somehow getting a bunch of K pop accounts and a bunch of kids to go off and one star an app because you don't like the people that are on there. Is a, is a political victory. It's not. It is the biggest self-own in history because it shows you're petty, shows you're immature. It shows that you're using literally toddlers and kids and TikTok idiots and fan stan K-pop accounts for your political agenda to give a perception that your agenda is popular when it's actually not. And my advice, keep doing it. Doing it. Just, just keep doing it. Because guess what? These Democrat politicians, they're going further and further left because you guys fooled your own party into what is the popular opinion of the country. So right now, your mainstream Democrats are far-left radical Marxists. That is your mainstream Democrat now. Whereas four or five years ago, it wasn't so far left. Or they were so far left, but it was a little bit hidden. And they were trying to hide and masquerade as this facade of we're more moderate. Now, if you're trying to masquerade as you're more moderate, you get canceled by the left now if you're a Democrat. And you're considered a Republican. So they're just widening what the Republican base is, and they're 
shrinking their mainstream base into a small minority of radical leftists. And guess what? They're also converting some of those Democrats into radical leftists. And the more that snowballs, the more moderate people, the more people who are a little bit further to the right as a Democrat. When I was campaigning in, in Staten Island, when I, was, when I was running for Congress, I ran into a lot of people, a lot of 40-plus-year-olds, and I would ask them, are you registered? Do you vote Republican? And then they'll say, I don't even know anymore. And when I first heard that, and I got this probably dozens of times, and when I first heard that, I said, huh, I'm like, I wonder, maybe they, they're pissed off at Trump. Maybe they voted for Trump, and now they're not because Trump is a little bit you know, different from what we're used to. And then they'll always say, like, this happens, I can't even tell you how many times the same exact conversation happens. And they'll be like, no, I used to vote Democrat, but I, I don't know if I can vote Democrat anymore. Literally, exactly. The conversation happens so many times and so frequently the same exact way. It will be forever etched in my mind. And that's why I encourage the left to constantly try to deplatform us. Because constantly try to manipulate the headlines. Because it's going to have a negative reverse effect. It is destroying the Democrat Party from within as we're growing. And it also exposes the fact that there are big tech companies, exposes the fact that the big news industries, and they're kind of exposing themselves. They're kind of showing their hand. The manipulation of Twitter, we always kind of knew Twitter was manipulating it. Well, guess what? Now we got confirmation that they're manipulating it. Oh, we always kind of figured that the left is trying to manipulate trends and hashtags and rating systems. Well, now we got proof that they're doing it. And they're just solidifying our point. When they got me banned off of Twitter... They took it as a big political win. It's like, oh, well, you you banned somebody that you disagreed with on Twitter. That's not a win for you. You shutting down someone's speech is not a win. If you put my speech on display and you destroy my speech, that would be a political win. But they can't do that. So they're just going to go after just shutting you down and silencing you. By the way, follow Joey Salad's Reel on Twitter. It is not me. Somebody else runs it, but you can follow there if you do still use Twitter. If you support my show and want to help support me financially, the left has been actively trying to destroy my life financially. So if you can please join my Patreon, patreon.com slash Joey Salas. A link should be in the description. If you can become a Patreon and contribute any amount, that will go a long way to help me out. Thank you so much.